It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. We're going to take a look back at the Amar Ari Interleague Collegiate Golf Tournament that was recently held at the Waikoloa Beach Resort Kings Course. It's hosted by Waikoloa Beach Resort and the University of Hawaii Hilo men's golf team under the coach Earl Tamiya and all of their wonderful boosters and supporters. They do such a great job of hosting this event. It's uh, 26th year, and it's considered one of the most... Uh, competitive and popular collegiate events uh, throughout the year. So kudos to them for that reputation. And so they were they had a three-hole playoff. Uh, Texas Tech won the team play and individual, and that was Frederick Nilan won the individual as a result of a three-hole playoff. I'm just gonna, I've got a lot of talk stories, but I'm just going to play a few of them here. We're going to, I'm going to kick it off at the, at the starting with the finish of it when Coach Earl Tamiya was doing the festivities and, and they kind of ran through those and everybody goes, you know, they were all heading back to their rooms to get checked out and probably to the beach and to get, catch airlines and it just had a really nice feel to it. They had a, a, a wonderful week and I got some comments from some of the, the relatives, the parents and also uh, Taylor Patrick from uh, plays with the University of Hawaii. Uh, the, the members of the Hawaii team were um, Jarek Kinoshita, got a chance to talk with his aunt and uncle, who I met as we were walking that during the three-hole playoff and chatted with them afterwards. They came from California to watch Jared. And Taylor Patrick, I've met Taylor over the last uh, month or two. I like meeting these players with, for U of H over the years. I've, I've met players as freshmen and gotten to know them through their senior year and as they've gone off to play professional golf, Corey Kazuma and Dale and Yamanuchi and Henry Prince, a handful of them. Uh, others like Sean Mayakawa, who, who played for the University of Oregon and came back to play in this event. He's from Honoka'a, won the, the, Hawaii, the Big Islands, or the state tournament, rather, four years in a row. And now he's going to be coaching with uh, 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 his, his former uh, Oregon coach, Casey Martin. So that was fun to run into Sean's parents, uh, Monica and Shane, and also meet Casey Martin's mom, Melinda. So that's the fun of it. It isn't just about the good golf. It's the relationships that we we all learn through these events, the families and supporters. I was a junior golfer, and and uh, I know how important it is to have volunteers out there and supporters and and particularly people that want to take it on to their their career. So really fun to be out there and and see the quality of the 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 golf and the quality of the presentation. Fun to get theirs at the scoreboard and when I got up um they do a nice job with the scoreboard. Richard Musitani was putting scores up, so a shout out to all of them for their their care and their detail of what they do. And so we're going to kick it off with Earl concluding the uh, the event, and then a couple comments from J.R. DeGroote uh, from West Hawaii Today, the sports editor, and then Jordan Ropp, who's the assistant pro out at Waikoloa Beach Resort, and Taylor Patrick and his parents, and Jared Yoshida's aunt, and a few others. So thanks for listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPN, Hawaii.com, if we take a look back at the Ama'ari Intercollegiate golf tournament at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Kevin Ginoza and Jordan from Waikoloa. Also thank Ron Takahashi. Where's Ron? Did Ron come back? Ron for running the tournament. And then Dennis Meashiro for all the food and everything else. We thank you very much. Hawaii Visitors Bureau for the uh, luau. 
Everybody, if I miss anybody, Amory, who else? Huh? Scott Head, President of Waikoloa. Everybody, thank you very much. At this time, we'd like Kevin to come up and uh, do the presentation. First, individual champion, shooting 200, one in a playoff. I don't have his card, you know. You got him. <laughs> He's supposed to clear his brain before he plays. I know. We'll give the team championship on. Call up. Where's Kevin? Next little piece is uh, with Jordan Rapp, who's the assistant pro at Waikoloa Beach Resort, and he. Uh, we were it's, during the three-hole playoff. There was a situation where one of the the three players hit a, a ball that was. He declared he off the tee box. He hit a ball that looked like it would be lost or unplayable, perhaps over in the lava. So he declared he was going to hit a provisional, provisional for a lost ball. So after the other two in the playoff hit, everybody went down the fairway and they found his ball. So he went back to the tee and everybody was saying, what's the rule? Why is he going back to the tee? And so I happened to be walking along with Jordan Rapp, who was assistant pro and had done the announcing at, at the, in the tee box as they headed off of the playoff. And we were talking about the rule. And, and I think it's interesting to just explain it. So what happened, the player, I don't have the, the name, who it was right now, but he declared a provisional for a lost ball. They went, they found the first ball. So that provisional for the lost ball no longer was in play. And so he had to play an unplayable, and with an unplayable, you go not near the hole, but there was no place he could go not near the hole because of the lava. So he had to go all the way back, went as far back as the tee box. Kind of a, a fast explanation of that, but Jordan explains it a little bit, and I, I'm going to uh, go ahead and, and run that because I think it's kind of interesting, and it just shows how important the rules are. 
and maybe important isn't the word as much as how technical they are in golf. There's just there's so many rules, and that's why there's always rules people out there determining what and how to how to uh, execute the proper uh, uh, use of the the rule. And who was it that had the unplayable? That was uh, that was Jared. So let's talk a little bit as we walk along here about the rule there, because he, off the tee, he hit it where we all kind of assumed it would be unplayable or lost. He right. declared a provisional of a, of a lost ball. Yes. So went down there, everybody looks, they find the ball, it's unplayable. So his provisional for the lost ball is it's disregarded, negated. Yeah. negated. So he went back to the tee because he had a couple options there. Yeah, his couple options were to take two clubs, uh, two club lengths from where the ball was at, but he'd still be in the lava, um, to put... Uh, point of entry between um, the ball between the, the flag and the nearest point back all the way back. He could go back as far as he wanted, but he'd still be in the lava. So his best option was to go back and re-tee and he hit in the fairway and hit the flag stick and he's now putting for bogey. He's right in there, sort of. Yeah, Yeah. never give up, right? Never give up. But the rules are are pretty, uh, you know, knowing how they work is good. And, uh, that's why there's rules people out here, right? Well, this is some uh, comments I got from J.R. DeGroote, the sports editor at West Hawaii Today. He and Rick Winter did a great job of covering the Ama'ari as well as it should be. And as they do with everything, the the, uh, the high school sports, there's so much great stuff going on in the Big Island with state championships, uh, HPA women's soccer and Konawina women's basketball and the Konawina, I think, b- a boys basketball. Just a lot. We're going to get with JR and get all that update. But it was fun to be out there watching the three-hole playoff with him. And I got some comments from him. Um, after the uh, three-hole playoff as we were waiting for Earl to get ready for the presentation. So always nice to see J.R. DeGroote, West Hawaii Today sports editor, and uh, I appreciate his friendship and and uh, a mutual support of what we're each doing. And I, I speak collectively like we, uh, J.R. and myself, but also J.R. and Josh Pacheco at ESPN Radio, AM 850 Hilo, AM uh, 790 in Kona and ESPNHawaii.com, Josh, the program director. Just a lot of uh, working together and just getting the news out there in a wonderful way. And I love uh, Josh's broadcast of the live broadcast of so many of the sporting events from uh, local level, sport, uh, to high school level, to college level. Oh, J.R. DeGroote, <laughs> we were out there watching the three-man or the, the three playoff here at the Marari and uh, three players and uh, one of the players hit it uh, unplayable, went back to the tee. It, it, was, it was hitting off the fairway three into the green, hit the pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way it culminated was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the better finishes you'll see. I mean, we're still trying to figure out if it's the first three-person playoff in the history of this tournament. And the player that just sunk that, what we decided, was maybe 12, 15-foot putt for his birdie? Yeah. Who was that? That was... Uh, Frederick... Nielsen, I think I got to okay. check. Texas A and M. Yeah, but I mean, he had to eagle 18 just to get into the playoffs, so it's quite the run by him here. Wow. To, and Texas Tech also got the uh, team title, so nice little weekend for them. Yeah, and you were saying you're just checking, and it's been a couple of years since the, uh, one of the teams won the team title and the individual. Yeah, I mean, you would think it would go hand in hand a little more, the low score for the tournament and the low team, but. 
uh, it's pretty pretty incredible for them. I know they got a long flight back, so they'll probably have a lot of fun. Well, I overlooked something in your great stories that you wrote the last couple of days. Kyle Supra, who was the uh, leading individual in the first day, I had forgotten he played with the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association, played from off out of Oahu, uh, goes to USC now. But that's nice. A Hawaii boy was leading the tournament the first day. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing his name on all the leaderboards. So um, it was a good little story the first day. I think he finished in the top ten. So. Uh, you know, nice little storyline there. Absolutely. So Hawaii always getting getting in there in some way. But best of all is uh, Earl Tamiya and the University of Hawaii Hilo team hosting this Amari Ari event. is considered one of the most popular and competitive uh, collegiate tournaments of the season. And the teams love to be here. It's great to see them. They're all in their team colors and their bags and the supporters and parents. And it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Well, I, well, I haven't hung out there since I last saw you You're there. You're the star. I go, this is Kathy. Actually, actually no. I just, I don't work at their age. Hi, Kathy. I just hit balls there. No, no, but uh, it's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com, and I want to talk to you about, I talked about uh, Taylor with Kevin on the show a couple weeks ago. I'll send it to you. And I thought that was a lot of fun that he grew up uh, on the beach course yeah. as a kid when you had a, had a home here as snowbirds from yeah. Canada. And uh, here he is, how many years later now, playing for the University of Hawaii with yeah, Coach, Earl, Coach Earl. And, uh, 19 years. Yeah, so it, it's fun when it all comes back to to Hawaii. You He's know, been coming here since he was born. Yeah, that's what you said. Learned how to crawl, walk, and talk here. here. And hit balls and, and, so, and golf. So that would have been back during the time of like the Takafuji Classic when uh, Michelle Wee played yes. her, her uh, LPGA event. She was the youngest to play yeah, in the LPGA right. at the time. She was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, uh, we can all watch because Taylor is a freshman this year. Mm-hmm. So it's always fun. I've met so many players over the years with the uh, University of Waihilo, Sean Mayakawa, and so many of them that have gone on to other things. Uh, Henry Prince, uh, they, you know, when they were in high school and they did the radio show with me, and I got to know them. Some of them did their first radio show with me, and, and now they're off either playing in college or professional, and it's going to be fun to, to follow Patrick. Like Corey Kazuma, I followed Corey for four years, and Dale and all of them. We became friends, and we still are. Are, so, yeah. and the parents as well. He yeah. loves it here, and he made the dean's list on the first semester. So he's he he loves it here. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be back. Great. Well, I'm glad to meet both of you because it's fun to watch the whole family as people yeah. are going through their four years of college and yeah. setting the tone for where they're going to go off to. And I I always think it's fun that that Kevin uh, Ganoza played for the University of Hawaii a number of years ago, and uh, here he is as the head PGA pro at, at Waikoloa Beach Resort. And who else? Nick Mason. We remember Dennis. Dennis Rose. Sure. Dennis Rose yeah. Well, that's Kevin's Kevin's pro. first job was with with Dennis at over the there course. at the Beast Course. Yeah. You know, De- uh, they used to run out and tell Taylor to get off the ninth green. The golfers <laughs> yeah, coming. They did. They even once said. Did you see a little naked boy run out on that green? That funny? And I he was it. hiding in the condo. Oh, those are great stories. So you were, what's your first name again? Remind me. John. John, John yeah. So we saw each other when, uh, uh, during Christmas season or whatever it was yeah. when uh, Taylor was practicing out at the range and I was coming out and hitting some balls. And, and yeah. you mentioned that you were a golf pro? Used to be. Uh-huh. Retired. In Canada? In BC, yes. Okay, and so he grew up around the game and around yeah. the business of golf and yeah. knows how hard it is. They all learn to play. Is that right? He's our baby out of six. Oh, okay. And yeah. how about you, Kathy? Are you, you play golf too? Yeah, yeah. Great. I work at a golf course back home and uh-huh. I play. 
Yeah. Great. Okay. Kathy broke Taylor 100 works. for the first time here. At the right. beach, of course. Great. Great. Like well, congratulations. Five. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's fun to see you both again. Again, I caught you today. Yeah. And uh, here, I'll give you a card, and you can. I'll send you that show where it's online. I'll, yeah. I'll give it to you. But, uh, yeah, nice to chat with you and give uh, Taylor a hug for me. We will. Okay, great. I'll be following Taylor, closely. Taylor's named after? Taylor made. After a golf ball, we named him Taylor May. Really? Because that was what you played or yeah. you played for? No. Or? Yeah, I used to play Represent Taylor them? Woods. Okay. And, uh, when they were Woods, huh? When they were. And we thought if it was a boy or a girl, he could still be Taylor May. Okay. <laughs> so we're, again, we're just at the conclusion of the uh, Amar Ari out at Waikoloa Beach Resort. Amar Ari, once again, one of the most popular and competitive uh, golf tournaments in the country. The, the kids always love coming here and get invited. It's an invitational. Yeah. And they're all getting ready to go off to the beach. Their last day here. Some of them having to fly back to the mainland, but definitely getting some beach time in. So. And the nicest people run this. Yeah. Yeah, well, the Kevin nice. Genoza, Scott Head, Coach Earl, all the volunteers. All those right. women, yeah. all the cooking. Yeah. It, they are just amazing. Yeah, t- talk about that because they just they they put out the a spread. They are Hawaiian family. Yeah. That nobody treats people as good as the Hawaiians do. Nobody. Yeah, I can't believe that we get to be and share a little part were of that. Were you having barbecues at, at oh, where you yeah. were staying and everything? Oh, well, yeah, that, they that's, insisted. That's the reputation, right? They insisted we came, that we yeah. were a part of the family. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing, the Ohana. Yeah. It's the Amaari Ohana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, they're just incredible. Okay, again, it's at the conclusion of the uh, Amaari tournament. It's the Emily T. Gale Show on ESPN, Hawaii.com. Aloha. I'm delighted. I'm just... Uh, was able to catch up with uh, Taylor Patrick, who I've talked about in past shows. Uh, kind of grew up learning his golf out here at the Waikoloa Beach Course from uh, from Canada. But we met about, oh, what, about two months ago out here at the driving range at the Kings Course. You yeah. and your dad were practicing, and we got talking and chatting. So I've been following you and mm-hmm. how you're doing. And, and uh, so you played here at the Amaari. Yeah. And uh, this was your first one. So I'll be watching mm-hmm. you for four years, which will be fun. So talk a little bit about the experience, Taylor. Honestly, it was a great experience just playing with the Division One golfers and getting a feel for what it's uh, what it's like at the top level playing against Stanford and Arizona State and all of them. Like it was, it was amazing. Honestly, it's my dream to go to one of those schools and. Maybe one day I can be golfing at that level. Well, let, well, let's talk about that because you are the host of this event, which is one of the most competitive and popular collegiate tournaments. Mm-hmm. Most of the teams, there are 21 teams. I think you had two, your, your Division two team, mm-hmm. the University of Hawaii Hilo under Coach Earl uh, Tamiya, and all the rest of the teams were Division one. And so you guys put yourself right in there and do it. Mm-hmm. So were you, I wouldn't say intimidated, but nervous or just the, the thrill, like you mm-hmm. said, of playing at a level? We all love to play above yeah. our our playing level right Mm -hmm. it's really inspiring yeah definitely um no it definitely made you feel like you had to rise to the occasion playing against those players and made you feel like you had to play at your top just to compete with them so i think it's really good to challenge yourself like that what did you learn about yourself that you didn't know three days ago you know in terms of playing in that kind of uh, competitiveness i think i well I know I got a little bit of work to do to get to that level, but I think I am capable of being at that level, and I think that gave me this tournament's given me a little bit more confidence on in that what you can do. Yeah. And how about your composure and just you know whether the, the nerves you always kind of want there, but you know just how you handled that that part of it. 
I think I handle my nerves quite well, actually. Uh-huh. A couple, a couple of times, I think I they uh, they got the best of me, uh-huh. but um, overall. I think it was a success. Yeah, and, and how great to see so many people mm-hmm. out here to watch yeah, and your parents sure. being here with you. And, mm-hmm. and, of course, your dad works with you on your game. He was mm-hmm. a golf professional and yeah. still works on his own game, I yeah. noticed. <laughs> and uh, so it's Patrick uh, Taylor, or Taylor Patrick we're talking mm-hmm. with, uh, who plays under uh, Coach, Coach Earl Tamiya, University of Hawaii. He loves the Vulcans. It's, he's a freshman. It's going to be fun to watch him like it always is fun to watch mm-hmm. the players that have come through the University of Hawaii. He loves his and Corey Kazuma and Dave. Mm-hmm. Yamauchi, the, the whole gang of them, Chris, mm-hmm. yeah. Shima, Shimakura, is that his? Yeah. yeah. Chris, yeah. all of them who are all off playing uh, in a lot of the tournaments around the state, and, and yeah. some of them giving it a go as professionals. And, and it's going to be fun to watch, watch you too, Taylor. Thank you. You know, Thank and you see so your growth and, mm-hmm. and uh, see how hard you're going to be working at it. It isn't all golf. You guys got to get your studies done and everything, yeah. don't you? Yeah, for so sure. There's a lot we've, to it, people don't realize. Yeah, we've learned that that's, that's uh, one of the most important things. Just as important as the golf aspect, for okay. sure. Well, nice talking with you. Thank you so it's much. the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com with Taylor Patrick, one of the uh, team members of the University of Hawaii Hilo. It's going to be fun to watch. Let's see, this we're now we're into the spring season, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So where are you all off to next? Uh, Kauai in two weeks for okay. the John Burns Intercollegiate by. Um, Hosted by UH Manoa. Okay, that's a very competitive tournament, too. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the mainland over yeah. the next? Uh, in March, I think we travel to San Diego. Okay, well, yeah. all the best to you. Thank Great. you so Take much. Take care. Thank Aloha. You. Also, I'm with uh, Barbara, who is the aunt to Jarrett Kinoshita. And Jarrett uh, plays also with the University of Hawaii Hilo, the Balkans, who are, as I say, the, the wonderful hosts of this event every year, which is why it's one of the most popular tournaments, because all of the supporters for the U of H Hawaii Hilo Balkans, they cook food and barbecue and ohana and potluck and everybody that comes, all the supporters and families from across the mainland. 21 teams here this year. They love being here for the tournament. But uh, Jarrett, wow, he, had a, he shot 69 in the second round. Yes, he did. And so he was uh, 76, 69, 73. He was uh, low on the team. Yes, he was. Low man on the team. Yes, he was. What year is Jared? He's a sophomore. A sophomore. So it'll be fun watching him over the next couple years. Right. And that's why we've come. Uh Last year, my two sisters and my brother and I came. From where? From uh, California. Oh, really? Okay. And they treated us just wonderfully. They're so family. I mean, we're yeah. family. I mean, we felt so comfortable. Uh, well, you know, it's the, what, 25th or 26th years. Right. Something. There's this a is, reason this, this event keeps going because everybody loves it so much. And are you my his uncle? Are you Jared's yeah. uncle? uncle? Come on, have some, say some nice things about Jared and all his efforts to get to the where he is playing for the University of Hawaii Hilo. Oh, golf is a tough game, and it's great that he's uh, pursuing it. And, he, and he's playing really well. I mean, he's, he's getting there. Being a sophomore, he's got two more years, so... Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch him. I love it because it also gives me a chance to get to know the the kids. two more years to come over here. Yeah. So where did Jared grow up? In Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield, California. So, uh, see, I'm from Detroit, actually, but I live here now, and this is the Emily T. Gale Show on ESPNHawaii.com. And I love covering the, 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 this event because I get a chance to meet the, the kids and watch them grow up. And I stayed friends with so many of the players that have played with U of H Hilo who are off in the business of golf or they're, you know, playing professionally or whatever they're doing, carrying on with their amateur career. And, yeah, look at that. And, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, George, well, we've had uh, 
the people that have played, Matt yeah. Kuchar, Jordan right. Spieth, um, who else? Nota Begay, Tiger Woods. I saw Tiger play in this event. I saw Matt Kuchar play in it. So it's been going on for a long time. But uh, that's interesting that Jared played at, at Bakersfield, and he got recruited to come over to the University of Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really sure how that happened. Well, Earl's... I think his father did some research on schools, and he was interested in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And uh, he was thinking about going to U of H in Manoa. But then... Uh, I guess at the time when he was a freshman, they were pretty much filled up. Yeah. So he saw the opportunity to come over here because they suggested talking to Earl, and and then he got him recruited over here. So he's, you know. I've never been a player. Does he love Hilo? Isn't that great? I've never met a player that didn't play with U of H Hilo that didn't say it made a difference in their life, the way Earl treated them and the foundation he gave them for how to be, you know, academics as well. Yeah, they say say he's a tough taskmaster. You would never know that by by just meeting Earl, but they all have such nice things to say about the foundation that he's given them when they leave college. So, so Barbara and Bob. and Bob, nice to meet you. I'll see nice you at the next event. Yes, okay, we'll what we all say, aloha. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show by talking about other things that are going on at Waikoloa Beach Resort, longtime supporters of the Emily T. Gale show. And uh, one of them is uh, Lava Man coming up. That is on March 1st, April 1st and 2nd. March 1st is the Bike Works, Bike Works Beach and Sport, located at Queen's Marketplace. And they have their uh, fundraiser on March 1st for PATH, People's Advocacy for Trails Hawaii, Sunset Run. And uh, a, a great popular event for the couple thousand people that are involved in the Lava Man Waikoloa Weekend or Waikoloa Lava Man Weekend. And then Saturday is the Lava Kids, and Sunday is the Lava Man event. So, but it just is a wonderful event that the Waikoloa Beach Resort and the Hilton and many, including Bike Works, who are very involved, uh, to take part in, and a great event for our community, bringing athletes from all over the country and internationally too. But Bike Works Beach and Sport, they are uh, doing a training program, and they call it. Um, See, Grant was telling me all uh, all about it, but they call it uh, gorillas and butterflies. And they've got they started it the early part of February, but they also have something running it a little later. Um, anyway, it's really worth taking a look at. The website is gorillasandbutterflies.com. Uh, five weeks guided training, four weeks online. Then they have a I think a more abbreviated one since the, you know getting more into the end of the month. Uh, then they have Kona Community Training, number two, $119. I mean, the prices, it, it really sounds like they've got some good coaches. And the whole idea is BikeWorks loves bringing people into the sport. And I think uh, Winona, uh, Ken, who, who works with um, BikeWorks, is such a good example of that, how she got into triathlons. And she's finding where she likes to, you know, the distances she likes or what she likes to do. But... Uh, you know, you get started somewhere. So, uh, again, it's called Gorillas and Butterflies, training sessions, video swim analysis, run analysis, breakthrough training. And uh, so get in touch with Bike Works down in Kona um, in the industrial area or up at Queen's Marketplace here on the Kohala Coast at Waikoloa Beach Resort. So also Bike Works has their community bike rides every Tuesday. Meet at Bikes Works about 8.15. Nice to see the big crowd that they are getting these days. Uh, other things about Waikoloa Beach Resort, uh, 
just had Scott had as a guest, the VP of Operations, a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about the Napaka News. It's a wonderful magazine that they put out. The last one was all about the the Nene Evian friends at Wyclova Beach Resort and beyond. You know, educating us all about shoreline and golf course birds, and they talk oh, talk about all the things that are going on at, at Wyclova Beach Resort. Um, I love the fact they're going to have a movie theater. Pretty pretty luxury movie theater coming in. I guess that's the way movie theaters are going, but that's that's really fun to hear. But for me, one of my favorite, and I had forgotten about this, and that is the um, 17th year, I think it is, of the Ukulele Festival. And it kicks off in the morning. Uh, Roy Sakamoto, I believe is his name, and his wife and their crew, and they have a, a a large class. Everybody can come. We bring our ukuleles. Anybody, it's free. And uh, just get a lesson from them. Then throughout the day, get to go to some of the stations and where the where the festival is going on and play the songs we learn. But but more than that, they have the, the world's best ukulele players coming in and, and, and sharing their music and talent. It's just a wonderful day. I can't believe it's the 17th year. I was amazed last year I met a handful of people from Detroit, which was really fun. Different people, some that were at the class, some, uh, one of them is now a doctor up in, at the North Hawaii Community Hospital. Let's see if I can find his card here. I've had it out to give him a call because his parents were with him visiting that weekend. I love that, how many people from Detroit I meet. And his parents, yeah, well, anyway, I'm going to get in touch with him. But anyway, I, I probably met a half dozen people at the Ukulele Festival last year that were from Detroit that I think I had a Detroit hat on or something. But once again, that's I, I love those kind of connections. And they go back to their hometowns. In fact, one of the ladies I met, I'm just looking here. I think I put it on my wall. She gave me a sticker, Society of Traverse Region Ukulele Musicians. And um, that's up in Traverse City in Michigan, which is a great course, Michigan, pure Michigan, lots of winter sports. And I know a lot of people from Hawaii love winter sports, so that might be someplace to go think about visiting sometime. But anyway, I just love the all of the connections, how it parlays into what goes on even at Wyclow Beach Resort, because there'll be a lot of people coming from Michigan, or a handful of them, to be in the Lava Man Waikoloa. So that's some of the things going on. Uh, Lava Lava Beach Club, gosh, it's great. You know, they have Henry Capono and Brother Nolan playing there. I think it's on Fridays and Saturdays, but... Um, what a great addition to the community that has been, and a lot of new uh, stores opening up all the time in, in Queen's Marketplace. Um, so, in fact, I just saw this, Queen's Marketplace, Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 a.m. yoga, Daylight Mind Cafe and Restaurant, bring your own mat. Wow, I didn't know that. That must be on their little outdoor cafe area. Wow, that's exciting. Uh, movies Under the Stars. And, you know, it's a great place to headquarter. Park your car, take a run around the resort, ride your bike. That's what I do. You can get a nice nice ride in. You can even, you know, nice ride up to Montelani. And uh, just a, a great place for recreation, as is everywhere on our wonderful island of Hawaii. And that's what uh, the Hawaii visitors, the Hawaiian Islands is what they're calling now, visitors and convention bureau. They want us to relate to the big island of Hawaii, to be calling it the island of Hawaii. And they're also calling it the island of Oahu, the island of Kauai, the island of Maui. That is the new branding for the Hawaiian Islands Visitor and Convention Bureau. Learned that 
a couple of weeks ago when we sat down with Scott Head, the VP of Resort Operations at Waikoloa Beach Resort, who was just uh, recently the chair, chairman of the Hawaiian Islands Convention and Visitors Bureau and has so many nice things to say about their efforts. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, see you around our wonderful island of Hawaii. It's the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. You can also get the shows at Emily T. Gale slash Podomatic.com or Emily T. Gale Talk Story on uh, Facebook and uh, what else? Uh, at ESPNHawaii.com under the lineup tab. And that's where you can also get a lot of local sports, college sports, the Josh Pacheco Show, Mike and Mike in the Morning. Uh, heck, you know, Major League, Major sports and just uh, your nice headquarters for all things sports, which really is about all things in life in many ways. You know, the business of sports, the the recreation of sports, all of it weaves into into our lives. Again, uh, thanks everyone for listening to the Emily T. Gale Show here on ESPNHawaii.com. Aloha.